Today is Monday, May the 16th, 2022, and it's a great day to have a day here on the Spurs Up Show, the best Gamecocks podcast on the internet. On today's show, I look back at the weekend it was at Founders Park as South Carolina takes two of three games from the Kentucky Wildcats in the final home SEC weekend of the 2022 baseball season. Guys, I'll give my full takeaways. Also, we'll talk the Ooh Ooh Series MVP award. Also, we talk slap dig of the weekend. Who's hot? Who's not? And we'll look ahead to what's next for South Carolina baseball as they enter the final week of the regular season. Also, guys, we got news and notes to get into, including we are celebrating a national championship here on this Monday as Gamecocks lacrosse secures the title in Round Rock, Texas. Guys, we have got a packed and exciting show for you here on this Monday. And of course, as always, it's brought to you by the Spurs Up Show Store. Guys, TSUS.store, the best Gamecocks merchandise on the internet. For all of your South kind of merchandise needs, look no further. All of your favorite collections that include but are not limited to Beamer Ball, Shane Storm, Clem Sucks, Yardcocks Baseball, and much, much more. Guys, We've got everything from T-shirts, tank tops, hoodies, long sleeves, pullovers, koozies, flag stickers, you name it. We got it. Everything you need to satisfy your Gamecocks merchandise needs. So again, guys, that's TSUS.store, TSUS.store, the best Gamecocks merchandise on the internet. Let's get it. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Boys and girls, happy Monday. Hope you're all doing well. I'm Chris Phillips, your host of the Spurs Up Show, as always. Hope you had a fantastic weekend. I hope this show does find you well, no matter where you are, what you are doing. We have got a packed show for you here on this Monday. Of course, we're talking Yardcocks and what happened over the weekend at Founders Park, also touching on lacrosse, winning the national championship. But again, guys, thank you all so much for tuning in. And I hope you had, again, a great weekend. Hope you were able to enjoy some of the weather, because, you know, as the weather warms up, 
And the baseball season, at least collegiately, sort of leaves us pool season, lake season, beach season, being around whatever body of water it is you prefer. It's back. As yours truly just got off the pool a couple of hours ago, uh, working on the suntan, if you will, which I'll get into that a little bit more in just a second. But again, guys, I hope you had a fantastic weekend. Sincerely, I do want to start and say this. The final home weekend at Founders Park of the 2022 season. I want to say again, thank you to all of those that said, hey, that reached out, that showed love, showed support. It is always, and it's truly, guys, such a blessing. Again, people ask me all the time, Chris, what, what's your favorite part of doing TSUS? What's your favorite part of what you do? Is it the content? Is it the merch? Is it the events? Is it the games? Whatever. My favorite part, guys, honestly, is getting to go to events and meet each and every single one of you in person, get to talk Gamecocks, because, again, it's one thing for us to communicate via DM and express love that way, but to shake you guys' hand and, and take pictures. And, heck, I even gave an autograph this weekend, which was absolutely crazy and mind-blowing. But, again, I think it speaks to just the love and the, the support you guys show, man, for the brand, the business. So I, I just want to say, again, thank you, thank you, thank you so much, man. It's it's just truly a blessing each and every single time we step out. It's given me a new reason. You know, obviously, I love the Gamecocks, but it gives me a new reason to love going to games, man. It's just truly incredible. And, and getting to hang out with so many great Gamecocks and meeting you guys and, and hearing you guys' stories and your thoughts and your opinions on, obviously, not just content of what we're doing, but the Gamecocks as a whole, man. It, it's really, really cool, and it's fantastic fellowship. And I just can't say enough things, man, and how, how grateful I am for each and every single one of you guys. And, you know, that's why I love going to games, honestly, man. I, obviously, I love being there, but just getting to meet you guys and hang out it's truly a blessing, man. So again, another successful weekend at Founders Park, the final weekend. Yours truly will be there tomorrow night to watch the Gamecocks take on Charlotte, the final midweek game of the season. But this past weekend was special, man. It was really, really cool getting to see some people I hadn't seen in quite a while as well. You know, I think a lot of folks obviously came in town for the past weekend, but uh, we had an absolute blast. On that note, guys, let's dive into a couple of quick reminders, housekeeping items, of course, guys, normal schedule this week with the podcast, the Daily Crow. We're back at 10 Roof Live Wednesday night, 6 to 8 in the Vista. Looking forward to that. Um, one quick thing I do want to make you all aware of. You know, it feels like we've got a while until football season. But, of course, guys, as you all know, we will start breaking down and previewing the 2022 football season about three months before it gets started. With that being said, we are seeking new partners and sponsors for the 2022 football season. And the reason I am putting this out there right now for you all is because these slots fill up quickly as I'm learning as we navigate throughout business because I'm still a very young business owner. You know, a lot of people want to be partners and want to be sponsors and get their brand, their business out there from August to January. So if you are interested in learning more, if you think your business could be a good fit, which guys, honestly, I think really any business, any type, any industry, whatever it might be, could be a good fit and could benefit from a partnership with us. If you are interested and want to learn more, shoot me a DM, shoot us an email, the spursupshow at gmail.com. We'd love to have those conversations with you guys. And again, I put this out there right now because those slots will fill up quickly. Again, we only have a certain number of limited slots because again, I'm not going to make the podcast nothing but ads for you all. I'm not going to make our content nothing but ads. But I will say we do have a good number of slots that are open and available, and I know those will be filled. But again, I wanted to put that out there for anyone who may be interested, you think it would be beneficial for your business, or you just like to learn more, do not hesitate 
to reach out to us. Again, it's, it's a really cool thing to interact and work with small businesses or work with big businesses. It doesn't really matter the size, but to work with people and certainly the football season, it is our peak season, just basically like everybody else who creates content. We all know that football moves the needle. So again, if you want more information, even if you just want information, be sure to reach out to us. You can shoot me a DM or the Spurs Up Show at gmail.com. And I'd love to have those conversations uh, with you guys. Also, guys, one quick update. I did say a normal schedule this week. But of course, with the baseball series this weekend against Florida being Thursday through Saturday, that means the Friday podcast is not going to be the normal podcast where I drop my preview, my prediction, all that. I will do that on the Wednesday show. So stay tuned for updates of what that podcast will be, but there will be a podcast on Friday. I'm just not exactly sure what it will be. Also, guys, Big time interviews upcoming this week, next week. Former Gamecocks football players, former Gamecocks football coaches. You're definitely going to want to stay tuned to the interviews. Of course, guys, if you did not know, our interviews are dropping every single Wednesday now. On Wednesdays, you will hear a brand new interview. So just be sure to stay tuned for that. A lot of exciting things happening with TSUS, with the content, and of course, with the Gamecocks on the field. And let's move to there as South and baseball in the final home SEC weekend of the 2022 season. They take two of three games. The Kentucky Wildcats winning on Friday and Saturday, Friday, 11 to three, Saturday, seven to nothing before losing yesterday, seven to one in the final game. And here's where I'll start. You know, I, I am happy that the Gamecocks took the series, no question. And I'm happy that South Carolina, I, you know, I nailed my prediction, right? I picked South Carolina to take two or three from Kentucky. And sure enough, they did that. I think we wake up today, though, with a little bit of mixed feelings. Because, again, on one hand, you did take the series. And you're never going to not be in a position where you're upset at a series victory. However, as I look at the SEC standings, and Carolina right now sitting fifth in the SEC East, and I, I think you're in a really good spot where I don't think you're really, and I don't want to jinx anything, so knock on wood, I don't think you're in danger of missing the SEC tournament. You sit now 12 and 15 in SEC play. Um, you look at Kentucky, who's 10 and 17, Mizzou, who's 8 and 19. I think they're probably out. Um, Alabama's 10 and 16, and Mississippi State is 9 and 18 in SEC play in the West. So I think you're in the SEC tournament. I think it'll just come down to what's the seeding like, where does South going to fall? And of course, that will be determined after this weekend in Gainesville. However, when you're talking the already slim postseason hopes, winning yesterday's game was absolutely pivotal. And you just hate to feel like you've got a team down, you've got your foot on their throat, and you're not really able to finish off the job, right? You know, when you look at Friday and Saturday, I, I thought your offense showed up. And, you know, it's crazy. Your offense actually has been better over the last few weeks. Um, obviously, scoring 11 runs on Friday, seven on Saturday, double-digit hits in both games. And you feel like your offense is heating up at the right time. Also, give a shout-out on Friday to your pitching staff. I thought Brett Thomas threw the ball really well, spun it really well. John Gilreath looked really good coming in relief. And then Kate Austin finished the thing out. Obviously, Saturday, Noah Hall, the story of the game. I mean, yes, you swung it well, but he really set the tone for you on the bump. And then yesterday, you know, I'll I, I tell you this. A lot of people are going to question Will Sanders and, and, you know, what's up with Will Sanders? He's not the dominant Will Sanders we've seen before. 
I, I, and, and try to hear me out here. I think there's a difference between Sunday Will Sanders and Friday Will Sanders. There's just a different vibe pitching on a Sunday versus pitching on a Friday night in the SEC. So I don't think we are seeing – granted, I thought Will threw fine yesterday. You score one run on a Sunday, you're not going to win. Bottom line, you've got to be able to score more than one run. You've got to be able to expose an opponent's pitching staff, and you just were not able to do that. All in all, again, as a collective, you would say it's a successful weekend because you won two out of three. But unfortunately, you are just in such a position where you needed a sweep. Um, you know, what did we really learn? What can we really take away? And I hate to say this, guys, and I'm not trying to be any sort of Debbie Downer or negative, but you guys tune into me because you want the real, authentic, unfiltered take on the state of the season, the program, the team, et cetera. I feel like we are unfortunately at the point in the season where, listen, winning two of three was great. Winning Friday was great. Winning Saturday was great. And this team does not have the mentality, I don't think so at least, that I am about to illustrate for you. (laughs) But as I told someone at the yard over the weekend, I told him, I looked at him and said, you know, man, this is awesome. This is great. I I love to see us win. Winning obviously is much more fun than losing. But it feels like our season is sort of a lost cause and we are just fighting to get to the finish line. And and I hate to say that. I I hate to phrase it that way, right? But as you sit after this weekend, 26 and 24, and 12 and 15 in SEC play, guys, even if, and we're going to get to what's next, but even if you sweep the Gators, even if you do, due to your struggles in the midweek, and you still got to play Charlotte tomorrow, who's really good, due to your struggles in the midweek and those losses, I think outside of basically a run to the SEC championship and next week's tournament to Hoover, I don't think it will be enough. And that's just the unfortunate reality. It it, it was great to have one final successful weekend. And again, I'm not trying to show up here and be Debbie Downer and be negative. Because yes, we just won two of three. But taking two of three against a Kentucky team that's 10 and 17 in conference and 27 and 23 overall, and oh, by the way, seven and 13 on the road, that doesn't really cure any of your woes when you look at the season in the big picture, right? Again, it was a fun weekend at home. Uh, great to see all you guys out there. Great to meet so many Gamecocks and meet and mingle with fantastic Gamecocks and, you know, fans of Carolina Baseball. But I, I think we all kind of feel, and I know you guys are probably on the same page as I am, that, you know, it's great to see hitting come around it, and maybe you can – make a late season push and ride that momentum when you go to Gainesville and and take down Charlotte tomorrow and, and and you can ride that into Hoover. But the issues that exist with this team, they're still there. Um, They're still there. I, I will say this, looking at this past weekend, it was emotional and it was so awesome though, to see a guy like an Andrew Eister, you know, have a big weekend in his final home weekend in SEC play. Um, it was, it was, 
I was talking to a buddy yesterday. It's just going to be so weird, you know, him not being in the lineup. Andrew Eister not being in a Gamecock uniform because he's been a Gamecock for so long. You know what I mean? And the other emotion I had was Saturday, the noon game, right? The Saturday noon game. I showed up, and I think because of the first pitch time and the weather, it reminded me so much of the the noon first pitch last year on a Friday against Virginia in the regional, right? And it just made me think, what a shame. You know, just what a shame there won't be postseason baseball at Founders Park. What a shame there probably won't be any postseason baseball for this South kind of team. And what a shame that it looks like, at least to a degree, this team is starting to sort of figure some things out. But unfortunately, it just feels too little too late. Again, you got one more SEC weekend. You got the SEC tournament. But I think most of us are on the same page. I mean, you're not going to look at this past weekend and say, oh, this team's turned a corner. They're going to do this. They're going to do that. You've only got four regular season games left. I mean, even if that was the case and you're all of a sudden playing like the best team in the country, you've only got four games left. And this team, the reality is this, is going to have to win its next four straight to have a 30-win regular season. A 30-win regular season. And that's just where you are. I don't want to be negative. I don't want to be a downer or pessimist, guys. Celebrate it. Great weekend. Win two of three. You win the series. But the reality is what the reality is. And it doesn't necessarily change a whole lot in my mind. I am happy for the guys they had success because I know it's been a struggle. I know it's been a grind. I know after the last couple of weekends, you know, to, to get this series victory on your belt feels good. It feels good. You just wish you could have won yesterday because you had this team, you had Kentucky down, you had them out to lose that one. Who's also fighting for their SEC tournament lives, by the way. It's just a bummer. It's just a bummer when you feel like you were a better team than them and and you didn't take advantage in the final game. Um, So, you know, we'll see how this team moves forward. Let's dive, guys. Let's go ahead and get into our Ooh Ooh Series MVP award. And I praised him on Saturday after the game. I'm going to continue to do so, guys. Ryan, a pitcher, Noah Hall. I I mean, Noah Hall, really, you need to sit back and appreciate what he's done. I mean, eight innings pitched, two hits, no runs, no earned, three walks, eight strikeouts. Mark Kingston also noting that he was under the weather, was battling strep throat, basically had his Michael Jordan game of this season, being under the weather, and does what he did. And as I said after the game Saturday, you know, I've been waiting and waiting and waiting, and not in a negative way, but just waiting all season for, you know, he's going to have an off start. You know, it happens. It's the SEC. These teams are really good you're facing. It's some of the best hitters, arguably the best hitters in college baseball. You're going to run into a team that, you know, he's not going to maybe have his best stuff one day and going to get hit around and kind of come back to earth. This dude has been as steady as anybody. Anybody I would argue in the conference. I mean, you look at his starts. I think he's gone six-plus innings. I could be wrong, but I'm almost positive. It's six-plus innings in every start, or maybe it's like every start except one in SEC play. I mean, this dude has been unbelievable. You know, when I watched him in the preseason, I was like, you know what? This kid's going to help us. Noah Hall, the App State transfer, got good stuff, throw strikes. He's a competitor. Never in my wildest dreams that I see Noah Hall doing what he's done this season. So you know what? It's a no-brainer, guys. The ooh, 
Series MVP award. Ryan and Pitcher Noah Hall. And you know what I'll tell you guys? I heard you all out there doing the ooh, ooh over the weekend. So cheers to you all. The real ones. Real game cop baseball fans. Um, let's dive into slap big of the weekend. And guys, I'm going to call myself out. My suntan. My suntan. Uh, you may not have noticed it. And you probably won't see it. Um, I, I, I'll tell you this. I, I did not reach levels of 2019 UNC. Certainly did not reach those type of levels. But uh, I went to the baseball game on Sunday, wore a tank top, did not put on sunscreen, and I thought I was fine, felt good, did not feel warm or anything, got home, and sure enough, I've got the farmer's tan going on with the tank top. So I don't know when I'm going to learn that, especially, you know, we, like I said, pool season's just beginning, beach season, lake season, hot weather season here in Columbia, it's just beginning. I don't know when I'll learn that, you know what, Chris, when you've been inside the studio for months and you go out, you're going to get sun. Put some damn sunscreen on, my guy. So I'm a slap dick. I'm a slap dick for that. I'm working on my tan. I wish we had some postseason baseball for me to go out there and redeem myself, whatever. I will be out there tomorrow. Maybe I'll be rocking a tank. Who knows? Maybe I'll just go shirtless and try to catch some rays. You never know. Either way, though. I'm a slap dick for that. So, hey, listen, listen, I can own it. We're all slap dicks sometimes. My sin tan, though, most certainly the slap dick of the weekend. Uh, let's dive into who's hot, who's not, guys. Who's hot? Just, just keep giving it to just high Seitler. I, I mean, this dude, at some point, finally, someone understood, do not pitch to him. Don't pitch to him, Josiah Seitler. I mean, this guy is seeing a freaking beach ball right now. It's absolutely crazy, terrorizing SEC pitching. I mean, he is on, and I understand it's different competition, He's on a West Clark type of tear. And, and I mean that in this sense, too, where it's like, I feel like I'm like, every time he steps in the box, I need to record his at-bat. Because more likely than not, he's getting a hit or he's going yard. Like, every single time he comes up, it's absolutely crazy. So who's hot? Who's flaming hot? Josiah Seitler. Who's not? Got to give it to Matthew Becker. It has been a struggle for Becker over the last couple of weekends. Um, he threw yesterday. Did not have his best stuff, flat out. Uh, gave up the big home run, which, you know what, South kind of still loses, but it extends the lead, makes it look worse. Um, you know, I, I think it's a little bit of freshman growing pains, and, you know, people are getting, getting you know, a scouting report on him, and, and they're making adjustments, and they're making him pay for it. I think Matthew Becker, Becker has got a very bright future here, but uh, has hit sort of a rut. So, again, who's hot? Josiah Seitler, who's not? Left in a pitcher, Matthew Becker, which leads us into what's, Next, for South Carolina Baseball, the Gamecocks will return to action in the final home game of the 2022 season, taking on the Charlotte 49ers, which I'll tell you what, guys, which I think we've all, we've all learned by this point that we don't sleep on any midweek. But, you know, you'd, you'd look at some midweeks, you're like, ah, whatever, who cares? Guys, Charlotte is a good team. Charlotte's a very, very good team. So I tell you what, if you got Tuesday, if you're free, if you're just chilling, I highly suggest you to get out to the yard on Tuesday night because that should be a very, very competitive ball game. And then, of course, you've got your weekend series Thursday through Saturday at Florida, the final SEC regular season series of the season. So we got a packed week of baseball tomorrow and then Thursday through Saturday, and the Gamecocks will look to you know, do everything they can to notch a few victories, if not get a sweep, against the Gators. And again, that takes me to guys, you look at the SEC standings. Of course, Tennessee has run away with everything, but you look at the SEC East and the log jam that is Vanderbilt, 14 and 13, Georgia, 14 and 13, Florida, 13 and 14. And then there you are South Carolina right now, 12 and 15. So technically 
technically, if, is it going to happen? Guys, probably not. Technically, you could still finish second in the SEC East. Like I said, you'd have to sweep Florida, and then I don't even know who Vandy and Georgia play, but they would have to lose, or at least Georgia would. If you had the tiebreaker for Vandy, so be it. Either way, I don't think any of that really matters. Who cares where you finish in the East? You've got to sweep. you got to beat Charlotte and sweep to have even a semblance. And I know people will say, well, if you get to 15 and 15, you're in, Chris. Look at this. Look at that. Oh, you're stupid. You don't know what you're talking about. Guys, I know what I said about magic number. You get to 15 and 15, you got a shot. Here's also the reality, though. You have been so dog shit in the midweek. You've been so dog shit in non-conference, getting swept by Clemson, losing to Xavier, losing to the Citadel, losing to PC, and losing to USC Upstate that, you know what? Getting to 15 and 15, unfortunately, guys, hey, if you look at the graphic that I have presented from SEC Network since, what, 1999 or whatever it was, 73% of teams, that finish 15 and 15 on the dot, get into the postseason. So not 100%, 73%. You finish 16 and 14, guess what? 100% of those teams have gotten in. That's why yesterday's game was so freaking important. So for this team, you know, we got to get through this week first, but looking ahead, I think you got to win to have any shot at any sort of postseason. I know you guys are like screaming at me right now through your phones or your, your, your laptops or whatever, your car. You're like, Chris, why are you even talking about a postseason? But you know what? I'm just going to talk about it. You got to win the next four in a row. And I literally think you've got to make it like the SEC championship in Hoover, which the Gamecocks, of course, yeah, we've had a lot of success in Hoover, right? We're just, we're so good in Hoover. Um, I mean, I just think realistically, that's what you're going to have to do. To have, to have any shot. And then you've got to hope that the committee goes, well, you know what? South Carolina's a battle-tested SEC team. And we'll just let them in. Um, so I'd put the odds at like, three percent that you make the postseason like literally and that might be a little too generous either way though charlotte tomorrow florida this weekend we'll have full coverage guys stay tuned gonna be a lot of fun um guys we're gonna move into our news and notes before we do that i want to tell you about our latest partner latest sponsor of course i'm talking the best real estate agent the best real estate team in the local columbia area that's marissa kennedy realtor and founding member of the patrick o'connor team with coldwell Banker And guys, the proof is the numbers. This team helped over 250 families last year. They worked with buyers and sellers in Columbia and the surrounding areas. They do premium advertising to sell your home faster with high-quality pictures and video. And last year, they sold homes for on average 5.4% more than the competition. Now, guys, right now we're in a seller's market, but Marissa's able to get buyers under contract and in new homes by being available to show homes as soon as they hit the market, collaborating with listing agents to write offers that meet the needs and wants of the sellers, and keeping up clear communication throughout the entire process to ensure that you make it to the closing table without a hitch. Guys, give them a call today in Columbia, 803-406-1800. Of course, that's Marissa's direct line, 803-406-1800. Also, go like her Facebook page, at Marissa Kennedy Realtor. That's at Marissa Kennedy Realtor on Facebook. Again, guys, you're looking for the best real estate agent and the best real estate team in the local Columbia area. Look no further than Marissa Kennedy, realtor and founding member of the Patrick O'Connor team with Colwell Banker. Be sure to check them out and tell them that Chris from the Spurs Up show sent you. Okay, guys, one quick note, and it's a big one. How about Gamecocks lacrosse? Let's give a shout out to the Lax boys, my guy, Peter Candela, the head coach, Sam Weiss, who's a legend, all the other dudes. They win the national championship back-to-back national champions because you know what? There was no tournament last year, so it doesn't even count. The Gamecocks are back-to-back national champions. Club sports right now just carrying 
carrying club sports and women's basketball are carrying the torch for the University of South Carolina. I don't know who we need to pull from wherever who's directing those things, but they should probably be the next athletic director. That's all I'm trying to say. Either way, my guy, Peter Candela, I want to get him on the show. We're going to get him on the show. Um, Congratulations, the Gamecocks, the Cross, man. You know what? Here's the thing. On this show and with this entity and the Spurs Up show and yours truly, it ain't just about football. It ain't just about basketball. It ain't just about baseball. It ain't just about women's basketball, whatever. You wear that garnet and black and you achieve great things, you should be recognized. So you know what, damn it, Gamecocks, lacrosse, let's give it one more time. Congratulations. Smoke them if you've got them, son. And I know beers were deleted by that crew. There's no doubt. Folks. That's going to do it all for me. Appreciate you all tuning in. We'd love to hear your feedback, your thoughts. What do you think about the Kentucky series? Um, Gamecocks, the cross, you got any thoughts on them? Any other questions you might have, comments, whatever it might be. Folks, again, thank you all so much. Uh, stay tuned. We have got a packed week podcast, Daily Crow content, bleeding out the eyeballs. Hey, you know what? It's been a long season. It's been a very long, grueling baseball season. I get it. But you know what? We got one week left of regular season ball. Let's make it one hell of a week. Folks, again, that's going to do it all for me. Appreciate you all tuning in. Have a great rest of your Monday, and we will talk to you on Wednesday.